what is up everybody thank you uh, for tuning into the fathom beyond sunday podcast we're really excited about this new podcast it's really designed to, to just be very casual just a couple of leaders at fathom talking faith talking life talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on between monday through saturday not just on sunday so uh, tune in listen to the conversation open your heart and pray that that is really helpful Welcome, welcome. You are listening to Fathom Beyond Sunday, as you got from the intro, obviously. <laughs> but today you are here with Pastor Kyle Nelson, the lead pastor of Fathom Church. What's up, everybody? And myself, Jacqueline Covell, Jackie Covell, um, the community director here at Fathom. And today we are so excited for what we're talking about, not because it is exciting in the fun sense, but it's exciting and getting to... It's relevant. It's very relevant. (laughs) We're all dealing with it (laughs) in some way, shape, or form right now. If you say you aren't dealing with it, it's likely you're lying to yourself. It's probably why you clicked the title on this podcast (laughs) is because you're like, oh, I need to listen to this conversation. (laughs) Yes. So today we are going to jump into anger. Yeah. Let's not make each other mad. (laughs) I mean. Let's just talk about anger. (laughs) Just don't get angry. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see this Yeah. So today, um, this Sunday, you want to give us a recap on what? Yeah, I can do that. And then um, I'll tell you how we got to anger. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about just being an ambassador of heaven and uh, an ambassador for Christ and being a representative of him and just talking about different attributes that we are to carry forth into the world. And so we talked about holiness and, and justice is the mm-hmm. one in which I really brought up the topic yes. of anger um, and, and then finally sincere love like that, that's, mm-hmm. um, important aspects of, um, how we're to be ambassador for Christ and this justice topic. I had multiple people come up to me after service and, and just say, I really needed that because mm-hmm. I've been angry and I've felt guilty about it. Like, Oh, we're not supposed to be angry yes. as Christians by different things we see in the world or injustice that's taking place. And, and I was just trying to be like, no, actually, you you should feel some anger. You should feel some mourning. You should feel some sadness when you see injustice taking place. And so that was kind of where it started this weekend. Yes. So I had the same thing. People coming to me saying, you know, like, I have felt guilty about being angry. And that has that has lifted the shame, the cloud of shame that I've been yeah, kind of struggling middle. with because I was able to take a step back and say, okay, well, what does this look like for me if this is actually a response by the Holy Spirit rather mm. than my flesh? Yeah. Um, so that brings us to, we're going to start with what is anger? What is anger in the Bible? Mm. How is it defined and what does it look like? Yeah. And at some point in this, hopefully, I want to talk, uh, tell my story on anger. Absolutely. Um, too. We'll get so, there. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't tell you that before, but like I'd love to to just share my, my story and what God's done in my life in this. Um, so the, I think that the large misconception, let's just start with like misconceptions of Absolutely. anger and then get into what it, I mean, it's obviously an emotion. Yes. I think the misconception is that it's not a godly emotion. And anger is clearly a godly emotion in the scriptures. Absolutely. And it's and even if we do understand that, then we just see God as angry, right? And that's right. the image we have of God. As and and it's really important that we understand that it is an emotion of God, and we're image bearers. We were talking about this before we got started. Yep. You said that like we're image bearers 
Um, and so therefore, if we're image bearers, if God gets angry, then okay, then it's not crazy for us to be angry. Right. Um, uh, but it, it's, and I think we want that. I was listening to some people talk about anger, um, some theologians talk about anger, and they're like, you, you really want this from a God who we claim is personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if just everything's good all the time, like, well, that feels very impersonal, you know, right. um, because there's things that I see in this world are, that are not good. And those are the things that make us angry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, or the things that we perceive as not good, you yes. know, the things we yep. perceive um, in, our, in our lives. And so, um, so for me, I would say anger is, it's a godly emotion that he possesses mm-hmm. and we as image bearers possess in our life. I think it's very basically that's it's what it is. And it's uh, a response. You know, I think all of our emotions are a response to, mm-hmm. to something. Um, but then we drill down a little bit further yeah. to, to dig further into that definition. So, so we know that, okay, anger is an emotion mm-hmm. and it is, it's a, it, it is a biblical or godly emotion yeah. um which all of our emotions really are and, and for yeah and for some people we're like oh like that that's even yeah. news right now listening like oh anger's a godly emotion i never really thought about that i just thought, always thought it was bad right because my mom got on to me <laughs> when i was angry or right. but really it wasn't the anger so i guess what we have to do out. is kind of talk about like our emotions in general mm-hmm. and how we Um, what the Bible talks about our emotions. So I know the scripture that has always been kind of like pressed into me, Mm. something that's been revisited over and over and over is that our heart is deceitful above all things, you know? And so when we talk about the heart in the Bible, yeah, exactly. I think I've said that so many times that it's just like a mantra now. Um, but it's good. I'm I'm, I'm glad you repeated it. That helps people understand (laughs) it. Exactly. So our, our emotions are very fickle Mm -hmm. and they, they aren't always from a place of the Holy Spirit where it's being stirred by the Holy Spirit. It can be very natural and come from our sin nature as well. And so that's something that we have to begin to look at when we start talking about emotions is what's driving the emotion. And, and I think just for a second, just to touch an aside here, just on moral relativism, Mm -hmm. which I think is at play in how we look at this because I can have, my truth, mm-hmm. right? That's a big phrase we hear people saying, yep. my truth. And and the reality is you can be perceiving something as a reality, as a truth. Yep. And what you're feeling is not a lie that you're feeling that, but the reasons you're feeling those things may be based upon a lie. Yes. You know, and so w- w- without us being even realizing it, I mean, we're in ignorance or, or we've been deceived and... And you shouldn't have shame about that, um, but so, you should just try to come out of that hiding, come out of that. I, that, I have that, an example of this yeah, from my kids. Yeah. So um, we have five girls really close in age. And so one of them the other day was so angry, so upset, so just like, I cannot believe my sister would do this. And somebody had moved something that wasn't supposed to be moved and it got messed up and 
they were they were just beside life threatening situation. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, why would anyone mess with my caboodle? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what a caboodle is, but it sounds very it's important. Like, it's like a tackle box for makeup. You know, okay. like it's a got caboodle. a mirror yeah. and all. The I'm little, sure Taryn would know what that is. She <laughs> absolutely does. I think yeah. we talked about it in okay. a meeting. <laughs> Anyways, so so it got messed up. It was all dirty, and this sister was very angry. And she thought that this other sister had moved it in an attempt to get her makeup and take it Mm. and use it without asking or without all these things. And so she goes to the other sister and she is very mad and she's letting her know. It sounds like a biblical story already. (laughs) Well, it could, it could be a parable here at this point. (laughs) So we're, so she's, she's just fussing at her, you know, and. My kids yell. I don't know about yours, but mine do. They're just yellers. So they're yelling at each other. And I walk in and I'm like, what is going on? You know, why are you guys yelling at each other? And the, the older one is yelling and the younger one is just standing there like, what is happening? And come to find out the younger one had moved it because I told them to clean a room. And it was in the middle of mm-hmm. that room and she moved it so that it wouldn't get thrown away because I am the type of person that if you don't clean the room, when I ask you to, yeah. I'm throwing everything that's not there. It's supposed to be there away. Yeah. You know, like that's, yeah. that's my motto <laughs> Yeah, because that's the only way things get done. But so because she didn't understand the motive behind why it was moved and why yeah. it had to be relocated, mm-hmm. she got angry, but her anger wasn't necessarily wrong because it is her things. It, it belongs to her. It was her feelings about it. Yeah, yeah. it was her feelings towards the situation. Yeah. She was upset because they do this crap all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they do. They just yeah. mess with each other's stuff all the time. But instead of going into it calm and ready to talk about mm-hmm. to her sister about how it hurt her feelings and how she wasn't happy that it happened, she went in hot and heavy, you mm-hmm. know? And she missed an opportunity to find out that the truth was actually that her sister was actually trying to help her. Yeah, she's actually cleaning the room. <laughs> yeah, she was She was trying to, to not get herself in trouble, yeah. you know, and, and to not allow her sister to be in trouble. And that, I mean, there, there's just the good news, okay? The good news for anybody listening, good news for somebody like me who is naturally, um, I think in my flesh, I was very... Um, hot tempered. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm perceived to be very mild mannered these days and, and, um, and I, I wouldn't say I'm completely mild mannered, <laughs> but, um, but I am in such a different place because of what God did in my life um, in this. And so the good news I have for anybody listening is that, um, one, God transforms our heart and two, there's tons of scripture to guide us into a story yes. like that that could just as well be all of our story with anything that was in our control mm-hmm. and we are walking it up on um, a perceived injustice and to the, the the scriptures give us a path for this to be I think and this is where we get back to the character of God what what is the nature of God's anger mm-hmm. that he is slow to anger right it, it, throughout the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. God's angry, like he, he, he has the emotions of angers, but, and, and I'm going to, I was talking to you about this last week. I'm prepping a, a series we're going to do out of probably a series of series, probably four <laughs> or five series that we're going to do next year on the character of God out of Exodus 34, six. And in the middle of this, God's own description of his character is slow to anger. Yep. Exodus 34, six. He's slow to anger. This is it's who he is. 
Yes. He gets angry, <laughs> but he is slow to anger. And um, that's, that's why we see uh, James talking about, you know, mm-hmm. be slow to speak, quick to listen and slow to anger. Like, mm-hmm. so in those situations, I mean, we can be like your oldest child, <laughs> you know, who, and, uh, and honestly, I think uh, much of it comes from a perspective of our own moral high ground over everything. Mm-hmm. And that w- things we like, we have control over it. I mean, nothing will make us lose our cool more than realizing we're losing control of something that we think belongs to us and that yep. we have control over. So it all points us back to surrender to a sovereign God. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's funny because right now I'm reading Ecclesiastes and Ecclesiastes is all philosophical. Like, uh-huh. Nothing matters. Depressing f- f- it's philosophy. It's just very like, <laughs> yeah. nothing matters in the world, you know. Like, yeah, it's, it's amazing that it's in the scriptures because it is. It, it's it's just, like there's no justice. There's no rhyme. There's no reason. There's mm-hmm. just, it's just whatever, you yeah, know. You, you got to take it as a whole <laughs> and find its way um, to understand it. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I am really enjoying it yeah, because cool. it's kind of how my mind works. So I'm like, okay, like yeah. I see. Uh, yep, I get it, you yeah. know. Everything is but a vapor. Got it. Yeah, and you kind of have to know the story of who wrote it and, Mm -hmm. you know, Solomon's story. Yes. Just um, he had attained everything. And he's at this place in his life where it's like, yeah. Well, uh, they think it's Solomon. It's not necessary. They don't necessarily know that it's Solomon. Yeah. But it makes sense that it would be Solomon. Yeah, I I (laughs) tend to think it it is. I I lean on that that camp. But you're right. It is a debated topic. Yeah, we'll just. We'll leave that for another day. We'll be like. That's not right. And yeah. I'm going to, I'm just saying yeah, we know, okay. but that's where, that's where yeah. we land on that. Anyways. <laughs> for me, it helps bring some things yes. into perspective. There, it does. It sure. does. And I, and I've, I've been enjoying it anyways. Cool. So, but where was I going with that? Yeah. Just talking about, you know, the character of God being slow to anger. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> in, all right, I lost it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> it, it goes from God's character to, okay, that's how we're supposed to respond <laughs> too and and i think just starting from a framework of okay anger is not sin um it's it's actually a godly emotion but it can lead to sin yes and that's where i would love to i mean i I referenced um the james passage but i'd love to reference ephesians 4 Mm -hmm. 26 27 because paul uh there he says in your anger do not sin um, and don't let the sun go down on your anger. Yes. And, and, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit this weekend. Um, cause he says, you know, basically by doing that, if you sleep on your anger and don't deal with it before you go to bed, it can create a foothold or the literal meaning of that word is a place at the table for the devil. Right. Is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, when we let that anger go undealt with, if she doesn't... If she doesn't let it out, yeah, in that moment, or if, because um, I think I think there's a lot of people. I mean, we're we're stuffers or we're exploders, oh, absolutely. right? Or we stuff 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 and explode, and that's how a lot of anger, yep, goes. And where it wouldn't be sin if we dealt with it in the moment, or if we just prayed about it in the moment, or we were, you know. And I think a lot of us try to be slow to anger, but then we don't ever deal with it, and then we end up See, exploding. I think you got you're you're on to something there. Oh gracious, my words are just not yeah. coming today. <laughs> I think you're onto something there because 
there is slow to anger and then there is not dealing with anger. Mm, And what most people do in their attempt to be slow to anger is just not deal with their Mm, anger. And that, Oh yeah. I'm in, and that's, and that feels like the righteous thing to do. Right. Exactly. You feel like you're right. And that's not, God doesn't ask you to not deal with your anger, but we need to confront our anger and see where, where it's being, like I said, where it's being come, where it's coming from. Yeah. And just a minute, I want to, you know, take people down, um, uh, really the, the, the story of, um, how, of how God has done this in my life, as well as what Paul is drawing from there in Ephesians 4. He's actually referencing Psalm 4. And anytime you see like Psalms referenced or, or certain stories referenced in the New Testament by Jesus or Paul, Really, you have to treat that as a double-click situation. Yep. That he's going to give you a, a picture of it, but really, we need to look at the whole psalm. We need to look at the whole story to really understand what a Jew mm-hmm. would be thinking, what they'd be reading from start to finish when he referenced Psalm four. So I want to go there in a minute. But when we talk about stuffing emotions, how I've described this a lot of times is like the trash bag. You know what I mean? That we, we don't want to take out <laughs> and we just keep pushing it down, hoping that somebody else is going to take it out. Right. Oh, Kenny and I were just talking about uh, yeah, this. And you just keep pushing it down <laughs> and eventually you get that push through and you don't realize it, but a straw has been punctured and you come to deal with it. And oh. then you've got a mess on mm-hmm. your hands because you've just been stuffing for so long. And that's where uh, a lot of relationships fall apart is because it hasn't been dealt with. And we just stuffed it and stuffed it and stuffed it until we got a mess. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I I don't seem like I would be an angry person except for the red hair. We well, just yeah, well, I mean, so. everybody's like, "Oh, you don't match your hair." I'm like, "Oh, you don't know." Well, I have done. I a, guess you're well, not helping the stereotype. Then. <laughs> no, no, I'm really not because I can get very angry if you and you can tell when I'm angry because my face turns red. Uh, like yeah. there's no hiding yeah. it. It's just like, oh. But when I was a kid, I was always angry, mm-hmm. always, always angry, and I was a stuffer. And so when I finally got to that point, it would. I would be explosively angry. Yeah. And when I started reading Ecclesiastes, and I remember where I was going with this now, okay. um, is that the thing that always made me the most angry was fairness. Mm. Like, this isn't fair. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing, mm. and this person's getting accolades, and I'm nobody sees me, nobody understands, you know, like, mm. and that has been a lot of my life. Not, and, and is the, it is the goodness of God that that has been my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> because... I don't need more help with pride. I've got enough of that, you know? Like, So in his wisdom, he has put me in places where I've had to be angry that things mm. aren't fair, that things aren't being just, and and having to look at that and mm. deal with that. And deal say, with that pride, yeah. yeah. And, and then reading in Ecclesiastes and seeing how, like, he's talking about, look, whether you're, whether you're wealthy and you have everything or you have nothing and you have your life is the same. Your life is but a vapor. It's a moment in time that you will be forgotten eventually, mm. you know? And it's, it's not, Tumbling, yeah. and I don't look at it from a perspective of, Oh, that's so sad. I look at it from a perspective of if I can make a difference in people's lives while I'm here, yeah. whether or not people remember my name matters not mm. because I know that when I see God for the, for the final time, you know, mm. for whatever yeah. happens in the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not going we to get into any of that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but whatever happens, you know, I can look at God and say, you know, I, 
I echoed your name in this earth, Mm -hmm. you know? And if, if doing that, and so when people get things that are unjust now, I'm a verbal processor. So if I'm angry about something, I'll go to a friend that I know can handle my anger, that can handle, handle me and say, look, what you're saying is accurate. Like I get it. It's not fair. But did God say that this world was going to be fair? Mm -hmm. You know, like, did he say that these things were going to work out because, you know, because of insert whatever the problem is? Yeah. And, and I, I need people like that in my life to be like, look, I love you. Your emotions are valid, but they're not biblical. Yeah. Yeah. And I think where I was trying to circle that whole conversation (laughs) around justice Mm -hmm. is the good news, the good news and the bad news. The bad news is that life ain't fair, but the good news is that the foundation of God's throne are righteousness and justice yes. is what the Psalm says, and that God loves justice, and, and he's called us to fight for justice and, and to act justly. And so those things should anger us, and I think a lot of people are feeling that with everything that is going on in the world, you know, whether it's uh, someone who's been uh, murdered unjustly. I mean, I just heard about last night, like this woman who is pregnant and I don't know if you heard about it over Mm-mm. in Arlington and, and she was pregnant and somebody just like straight up rolled up and like shot her in the stomach and killed oh the baby. Oh my gosh. Like she survived. I mean, just terrible. Like, in, like, <laughs> like injustice, like, um, or wrongful convictions or all these different things that can upset us or mask mandates and all these things that, yes. that people or disagreements and politics and all, there's just so many things to, to set us off. And so we, we've got to have, <coughs> we've got to have a route, you know, to, to deal with this and, um, and ultimately understanding that if we allow this anger to linger and we don't deal with it, if we mm-hmm. keep stuffing it, that foothold will turn into a stronghold, which I'm going to talk about on Sunday. So you'll have to listen to the message on that. But, <laughs> um, ultimately we left a, a seat at the table for, for the devil is what Paul is saying in Ephesians four. But again, he says this in your anger, do not sin. And that is a direct quote yes. from Psalm chapter four. And I want to pull up the scripture here. I want to pull up Psalm chapter four, um, because, and I've taught this whole, this whole chapter before in in a message on anger. It's not a long one. It's a short one. Yeah, it's very (laughs) short. So he's, he's crying out to God and he says, you know, answer me when I call to you, (laughs) my righteous God. I'm sorry. I just have a little sarcasm in my voice. Because oh. when you're angry... I was about to say, you, right, probably, you better believe David probably you, did you too. Got, you got some anger. Give me relief. I mean, you can just hear him crying out. It's a prayer of distress. You know, uh, give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long? How long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and, delusions and seek false gods? Know that the Lord has set apart... Uh, his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears what when I call to him. So he's as he's working through it, he's like right. angry. So and he's so between working through it. Verses two and three, and between verses four and five, there is that cella, which is yeah. a pause, yeah. which means he took time to hear from God. Yep, to be silent. And, and the call is to us to do the same. Absolutely. To to feel the transition here, and verse four is where he gets into it. And here's where Paul is quoting from. Tremble or be angry. Yep. Be angry and do not sin. So it's okay to be angry. Don't let it go to sin. When you're, uh, you are on your beds, when, you, when you're on your bed, um, some say when you, like when you go lie on <laughs> your bed, search your heart and be silent. Yes. So before we go like yell at everybody, <laughs> yes. before we yell at our sister who has touched our 
magnadoodle or whatever you call it. <laughs> Caboodle. Caboodle. <laughs> or magnadoodle, whatever. That's a thing. Or that it was a thing when we were kids. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Uh, search your heart and be silent. Just be silent. And I think that's where ultimately where I left us on this topic of justice is we got to wait for justice. God is just and blessed are those who wait for him. Absolutely. Is the other song that I, I, I said. You know, he said, offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust the Lord. Like, lay down, reflect on this, be silent, get back to your business of honoring the Lord. Yep. And then many, uh, Lord, are asking who will bring us prosperity. He's like kind of pointing to other people. Let the light of your face shine upon us. Fill my heart with joy. Get me back in that right place, God. I'm going right. to get back to the Father's business, but I need you to keep working on yes. my heart. Yes. I need to you know, fill my heart with joy. Um, I need you to let your light shine upon us. In peace, I'll lie down and sleep. He said, I'm going to sleep different. Yes. After I lay down that time, when I, when I really do go to bed, I'm going to sleep for you alone, Lord, will make me dwell in safety. Like, yes. you're going to keep me from stumbling if I'll just... I, I think it's just a methodology and how to deal with our anger. And, Absolutely. Um, and David gives it to us there. And Paul is calling us to double-click down to, to Psalm 4. And, and there it is. So I encourage everybody to go back and read that for themselves. Yeah. Take some time. And, you know, that's something that with this psalm in particular, like when you're angry, you can go in and read this psalm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let David lead mm-hmm. you through. Absolutely. Praying that, praying as we talked about a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, just like we talked about praying praying the Psalms over you. You mm-hmm. know, take that breath where it yeah. says, Sela, stop and take a breath. Yeah, and just know that um, you're not crazy for feeling angry. And no. um, we ought to feel angry about many of the things, um, but it's going to take some reflection and working through um, to not stuff that. Um, I was just like you. You know, I, as a kid, I, I wanted to do the right thing, and so I just stuffed. I just stuffed, I stuffed, I stuffed, and... And I really developed some really serious anger issues, which I think were, like like you mentioned, really connected with my pride. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and I was, I mean, I was getting suspended from school. I oh, was, wow. you know, I was in the neighborhood. I was fighting 10 guys at once. Like, Were you winning? No. Well, <laughs> see what had happened. <laughs> see what had happened. Um, I punched this dude just like out of nowhere. They called it a sucker punch, but he ticked me off and I just punched him in the nose. He's like two years older than me. Good I made Lord. his nose bleed and he's like bleeding. We're in the middle of a football game. And then like everybody turns on me and I've got like 10 guys and I'm getting chased to the neighborhood by 10 guys. So uh, that's that. And then, you know, other situations again. Well, that's what anger will do. It will have everyone turn against you. Yeah. And just, you know, fighting friends of mine. I mean, I fought my brother every day. I mean, I remember one time just, we were so angry at each other and I was, you know, we were fighting about something and he's got a giant stick from a branch from a tree. He's oh, chasing me with a, a branch from the tree to, to It'll hit me because I've <laughs> punched him or done something stupid to him. And so I just, I had, you know, I had you know, issues. I had anger issues, a lot of buildup and didn't know how to deal with it. Um, and I think a lot of it was stemmed in my pride and, and, and God really humbled me, broke my, broke my heart and, and, you know, I think my, my whole life has been just a story in, in continuing to humble myself and continuing to um, lower myself and, and deal with anger um, when I was in Christ and, yeah. and, and learn new ways to deal with it and discover, you know, how to, how to, how to de- um, describe what I'm feeling. I think that's been 
my adulthood the past seven years has been getting language for what I'm feeling and giving voice to emotions, things that uh, particularly as a man, um, as a Christian man, um, we don't do well many times, which is emote and be able to clearly describe what we're feeling and deal with that. Yeah. Instead, it just bottles up. Um, but, you know, I, I've told this many times at marriage conferences, we've been told, you know, suck it up our entire life. Absolutely. And so, um, and so fathers and mothers, um, you know, maybe there is moments in which we tell our kids to suck it up. Um, but as a father, I'm trying not to use that kind of phrase. And, um, right. and I find myself doing it. I probably said it this week to one of my kids, <laughs> you know, <laughs> suck it up, buttercup. Um, you know, I still want them to be tough, you know, so, have some thick skin, but at the same time, I, I want them to know they can express their emotions in and, our and house, there's a way to talk about it. In our house, we, we talk through our emotions, but then at some point when, when we've talked our emotions through and we know where it's coming from and we understand all these things, we then say, suck it up mm-hmm. because you know, you know, where at it's coming some point from. you got to cross that bridge. Exactly. At some point you got to move on to the next That's step enough of the crime. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I, I recognize that you're sad. I recognize that you aren't happy about the situation <laughs> and I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, and usually it's because consequences were, enforced because Mm -hmm. things weren't done the way they were supposed to be or at all. Mm -hmm. And I look at my kids every time and I say, I'm sorry that this makes you upset. I don't like it when you're upset, Mm -hmm. but you created this situation. And so now you're just going to have to deal with it, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And and I would just tell parents, I mean, we're both parents. I know some of the people listening, not everybody listening is parents. So sorry if you get tired of our parent stuff. Kids are just such a good example. But they really are. They they teach us. I mean, we see ourselves in Eva. I mean, when when you tell that story, I'm like, that could be me, you know, with with my computer or whatever it is. Or the camera that's like $500 that you just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. It could be, it could be all of us, but, um, Man, parents, what we model gets replicated. Absolutely. You know? And so, and, and that's a humbling thought for parents. It's mm-hmm. it's a heavy thought. So don't take that to mean you're a failure. Oh, um, absolutely not. Because none of us are perfect. Like both of us would admit, you know, we've raised our voices in <laughs> oh, anger absolutely. far more times than we care to admit. It's not know? a badge of honor, but it's something that happens. Yeah, Absolutely. And so what we want to do is um, just keep growing in this, keep growing and, and know that there's a problem and we're working through it and give voice to it and work through our own emotions and what we're dealing with. And, and hopefully five years from now, a year from now, man, we're seeing progress and our Mm -hmm. kids can, what we have felt like is going to ruin them. Maybe in five years, they look back and it becomes a part of their story that they say, I saw God really work in my mom or my dad's life. Right. They were angry when I was a kid. And as I got older, they they really grew. Like, what yes. a testimony. Like, that yes. which was, you know, uh, uh, a stigma that we gave ourselves of a bad parent is now a testimony of God's grace in our life. Is I have counseled so many moms in homeschooling and all of these things. And homeschool moms are probably some of the worst in this area where they... oh getting called out. <laughs> super judgmental about themselves. Yeah. Like, just, oh, I'm terrible parent because I did this, this, and this. Or I'm, you know... And so many times I look at them and I have to say, you know, your failure is not a bad thing for your children. Yelling at them is not necessarily a bad thing when you come back and you recognize with your children that what you have done is wrong and you're willing to come back and say, look, I shouldn't have done this. I allowed my anger 
to rule me in this moment. Mm -hmm. And today I'm coming back to you and I'm telling you that I was wrong and I'm apologizing. And I'm telling you that I've told, I've repented to God and now I'm repenting to you because you matter to me. Yeah. We get to model uh, repentance. And And that's, that's something huge because we don't as adults even repent enough. Yeah. There's so many things that God's like, can you just tell me that you, you recognize that this is bad? Yeah. You know, absolutely. And so that goes back to anger, this whole conversation on anger and how, um, over and over and over, we see that God says, be slow to anger. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say, don't be angry, Mm -hmm. be slow to anger because anger takes root. Mm -hmm. If we allow it to continue without repentance and without recognition that it is either brought us to sin or we have it, you know, and we're not, we're letting it rule us. Yeah. It, it can take root and it can become who we are. Yeah. And that's not who God wants us to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. God wants us to be free of that. I mean, he really does want us to l- lead a life of, um, of peace, you know, and to be a representation of his peace. Like we could talk about those character qualities of God yes. that we are equally a part <laughs> of. Um, but it, it starts in our heart, you know, it starts with recognition that he is, he's sovereign and he's good. And, and, um, you know, ultimately we can trust him. Yes. Amen. Yeah. 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 Good. Well, I think we've covered about all we're going to cover today without, you know, spending another hour here. So (laughs) yeah, hopefully that's helpful for folks. I I hope you hear out of our own story that, uh, if you've been feeling anger, um, you're not a weirdo. No, uh, that makes you human. <laughs> and in fact, some of the things you might be angry about might not um, be things that God would be angry about. And you can just learn to let those go. Yep. And other things, it can really comfort you to know that God's upset about those things too. And um, we can find those in scripture. Yeah, absolutely. If you haven't had a chance, we also have the sermons on podcast. So head on over to Fathom Church podcast and you could get the message um, from this past Sunday or any Sunday um, from the last few weeks. Um, so we want you to feel like you are equipped and that you have enough information to go out this week and mm. not live an angry life. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. hope that that's what today has done for you. And, um, let us know, let us yeah. know uh, what you're thinking about this podcast, how it's working in your life and let us know how we can serve you. Absolutely. You can always, um, email Jackie J A C I at fathomchurchjacks.com or info at fathomchurchjacks.com. Um, or text the prayer number. It's all on the website, which is fathomchurchjacks.com. So we love you guys. We are so thankful that you have listened in with us and gotten a part of the conversation. Again, we'd love to hear what God is doing in and through you through this podcast. Like, subscribe, share. Like, subscribe, share. There you go. (laughs) To whatever platform you typically use. Awesome. (laughs) We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.